Hello ladies and gentlemen, in today's podcast I am going to be talking about everything on 5G because last time I talked a little bit about 5G and this time I'm going to be talking about 5G, a little bit about the iPhones in particular and then I'm going to talk about other things in this podcast so let's get on with it and in today's podcast we have information already that we have information that Verizon and AT&T are the first to have 5G. And I think in Chicago and Michigan are the only places that Verizon has 5G so far. But like I was saying last time, they're using a ZTE. No, no, not ZTE. My bad. And, and a Motorola Z3 is what they're, they're using. Plus a modular back that, that ha- I think always needs to be charged. So it could be 5G capable. So that, that that seems kind of nice. But as soon as that little box or that little modular add-on is loses charge, you can't you can't really use it anymore. Like it's it's useless. So it doesn't really make that much sense. Plus, I've seen reports of people testing out that 5G thing and it's it's a hit and miss it's like 5GE from AT&T where you can get 5GE in one place you move a little bit and then you're back on on regular 4G LTE so that's the same thing with Verizon but AT&T claims that they're going to have like 19 19 new locations with with L, with 5G and AT&T is only using they're only using a hotspot. I think it's a hotspot. 70 bucks. 70 bucks, but with limited data. So I, I don't I don't really think for me as a person, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily get that five 5G phone or anything 5G because it's not everywhere. It's not like I can go to I'm here in Los Angeles. So let's say I decide to go to maybe San Bernardino. I I won't get 5G. It's like saying, if I go towards Long Beach, am I going to get 5G? No. And to be honest, 5G for me is is just a big talk. It's just talks. Like, talk is cheap, but we're not really seeing anything going great. But but basically, AT&T and Verizon are still pushing forward. While, while Sprint and T-Mobile... They're definitely not pushing anything. They're actually behind. They said they'll wait, I think, to, towards the summer to bring out the first 5G antenna or something. Because their plan is to use low-band spectrum while while AT&T and T-Mobile, I think they're using millimeter waves. High-band spectrum. I think it's called ultra-wide-band ultra spectrum. Which is... Which I don't know which one's going to work better because John Le- John Ledger from T-Mobile he keeps saying, "Oh, low band spectrum is better. Low band spectrum is the best. It, it, it is the best, the best way to put it. Everybody else has fake 5G, fake 5G. And yes, AT&T has fake 5G, 5G with 5GE. But I, when when I've tried it, because I'm on AT&T, so I've tried it." And it's 
ridiculously i mean it's it's, it's uncomparable to 5g i mean to i mean yeah 5g and 4g lte it's it's in, it's like to me 5g is like 3g to be honest that that's my thought and then like i said the, the only reason and i'm gonna be honest the only reason i'm not on on verizon like everybody like most people are because most people tell me get on verizon leave at&t it sucks leave it it's not a good company because they, they're they're overcharging and it's it's not a good company to be on so for the most part at&t has been good for me and pricing is it's okay but to be honest you do get less for for the service i mean for the for that money because with t-mobile you get lots of goodies you get t-mobile tuesday you get free calling in in other countries i don't know extra charge while ver while at&t is a little bit more lenient than verizon because at&t you can use your your network in mexico and canada at no extra charge uh, as long as you're on the unlimited plan and then i don't know about lower tiers because i don't have a lower tier i have the the maxed out plan and most people choose the the prepaid versions but the problem with prepaid versions is that to me it's like they're degrading you on 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 service that's how it's always been because that's how i've seen it i've seen it as a as degrading as a degrading service like if you get 4 GLTE, it's like if i if i'm on the best plan on a network i think they're going to prioritize those people and they're not going to really care much about people that are not prioritized are not in the in the good in the good one i mean in the in the good service they're like in the prepaid like unwanted they're considered it's like this let me let me put this out like this it's like saying i'm rich i could pay for everything and they're going to care for me they're not going to care about this other person that's that's kind of poor that cannot afford this premium service this this premium service that everybody that most people are getting not everybody but most people are getting and t-mobile yes if you're if you're in an area that that service works they're they're the best choice but for me it's not it's it's not that i hate the company or there's something wrong with me because i i leave i left t-mobile and many people said what why you leave T-Mobile for? T-Mobile's good. What the heck are you doing? You're going backwards. You're going to, you're going, you're going to something that John Ledger from T-Mobile is fighting about, saying these are ridiculous prices. Okay, but with T-Mobile pricing, wasn't when they say you pay 160. Like let's say, let's say you, you're you're. Let's say your plan is like say a hundred bucks with T-Mobile. I, I'm not sure how how much it is now, but I think one of my one of my the the person I talked to I think they said it's like ninety bucks with T-Mobile unlimited the the best plan out there ninety bucks. And they said they said oh you pay ninety bucks. T-Mobile says you pay ninety bucks, but no no no. They, they don't tell you that they're still going to charge you 
hidden hidden taxes because for me if they say you pay 90 bucks and then I, I end up paying 95 bucks that's not 90 bucks like they're saying and then there's times there that it could be like okay you you want this month you're not paying 90 bucks this month you're paying 85 bucks I'm like okay that's good but when when you when you get on customer service and you ask them then they end up telling you I don't know why you're paying 95 bucks there's nothing we can do about it but next month you're going to be paying less so that's not that's not something good and then sprint oh man nobody ever mentioned sprint as as a good company or as they're doing something positive because recently I bought this I think a charger off of off of sprint and because I bought I bought products in 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 retail stores of, of like say Sprint, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile. I bought products there and they they sell them at at a at the same price as buying it at the Apple store. But when I went to to Sprint, then they said this thing is going to cost $5 more. But they don't tell you until you look at, on the website and then you you find out that an Apple store it's $5 less or $4 less and this thing is ridiculously more expensive for no reason because they want to make money off of you because I've always I mean I started with Sprint because I thought oh Sprint is is the company that Sprint is a company that that works in businesses it's a business company and it's better than T-Mobile I'm going with Sprint and to be honest my family used to be on Verizon they've been on T-Mobile but I think they left because it was too expensive for them. They were having many problems in their life, which, which, for the for for me, I could understand why you don't want to go with Verizon anymore, or you don't want to go with with AT and T or T or T Mobile because my family used to have a Samsung phone back in like I would say maybe 2004. That was. That it was a blue phone, and it had a, a blue light in it, and they they were they used to have T-Mobile on that little phone. It wasn't a smartphone because you know there was no smartphones at that time. It was a small, maybe let's say like a four-inch phone, maybe three-inch phone, and then they they got they got into money problems, so they had to go with something else. They ended up going with like like Sprint. And for the most part, Sprint has always been low in prices. But there's some times where they, they do some weird wonky stuff that makes them more expensive or makes you pay for something that you don't want either. They're like, let me put this like this. Sprint is like Verizon, but Verizon actually gives you good service while Sprint just charges for no reason and they're, they act super confusing and weird and there's no there's no end to them so that, that's how I think so for me knowing that T-Mobile is waiting for 5G I don't think that's a good thing because they've that's how they've always been and to be honest my problem with T-Mobile is that for a very very long time they've always been piggy They've always jumped on on AT&T service. To be honest, they've jumped on AT&T service. 
they pay. I know they trash. I know right now they're, they're still trashing Verizon. They're still trashing AT&T. And they're saying, we cover 99.9% of of America. We we are going to be able to give you service right here in, in the mountains. Or right here out of nowhere. You get stranded in the desert of the Mojave Desert. And they claim, we're going to be able to... We're going to be able to give you service here in this location in the Mojave Desert going from California to Las Vegas. Like, to be honest, I passed through the, the, the Mojave Desert. And to be honest, like, I've had people that have Sprint, T-Mobile, people that have Verizon, people that have me, that I have AT&T. And no, there's no service for none of them. There's little service here and there, but... For the most part, nothing. And that's sad because if you get stranded, how are you going to make a phone call? That's that's crazy. And what else can I say? I can say that, again, they were always piggyback writing. They were just writing on... on they were just writing on, on, on AT&T service. They pay a ridiculous amount, and I, I get that AT&T can charge whatever they want. They can charge infinite amount of dollars to to let T-Mobile ride on their network for roaming, for roaming agreements. But the problem that I have with that I have and have always had with T-Mobile is that they've always thought that roaming would that paying for roaming would would secure them for the for service like say say I'm right here in again in the Mojave Desert and there's an antenna there just say there would be an antenna there it's not T-Mobile's but they paid AT&T for that because say that's AT&T's tower and they paid AT&T and they're always going to be good because they have a service agreement that you can get service off of that tower even though it's not not it's technically not yours it's not your tower, but you're roaming on it. And that's how T-Mobile thought. They thought, we can always roam on their tower. Don't worry, we don't have to put an antenna there. We're paying to roam in that area. But AT&T was like, nope. Nope, that's not going to happen. You're going to clog up our own network. Because I, I do agree that, that Verizon and AT&T, most of the time they don't roam. On, on T-Mobile. I mean, they never roam on T-Mobile. They never roam on Sprint. Because how is it... How is it that someone really big that has the most the most antenna going to roam on someone that has almost nothing? That doesn't make sense. And I've had people tell me, are you crazy? Verizon roams on Sprint. T-Mobile... Um, uh, Veri- I mean, AT&T roams on, on T-Mobile. What? When have they ever roamed on, on on the network? When when? Maybe when they were singular, but to be honest, I, I would have thought that AT&T would have been the top dog in this whole industry, in this whole mobile industry because AT&T has been first. I think they ruined themselves when they I think they it was AT&T AT&T, I think they they ruined themselves. They somehow Got, I think AT and T 
was with with Belle or something. Belle? Which is weird. They were with Bell, but they were not one company. Bell and 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 AT and T were not one company. So, AT and T was bought off by by Singular. So that that's how it was going. Singular. I remember Singular. Very good. I remember Singular Wireless, and Singular kept kept going. It kept growing and growing until Bell decided to. Rebuy, or to buy again, singular, to make it the new AT and T. So this is how I think it was. It was AT and T was bought up by Singular, but because Bell had a little bit to do with AT and T's name, so they rebought Singular to make it AT and T, to make it the new AT and T. So that's that's crazy. And I think in that process is where they ruined themselves because they, I think they lost a lot of towers. Don't, don't quote me on that because I, I, I'm basing it off of what I saw. I think that that's what happened, and that's that's not good. Verizon is new. It, it, I mean, I know it's it's an old company now, but to me, it's still like newer than. It's newer than AT and T, but I wonder why Verizon still sticks as num as a number one company. And then Sprint, we know nothing. Nothing is going on. Nothing special is going on. Like, wow, this is the best company I've ever been on. The best network. And then, and then T-Mobile still pushing. I don't know what's in their mind. Pushing, pushing to try to. Create more chaos between Verizon and AT and T, but for the most part, it's it's not good. I mean, for the most part, it's good, but by bashing somebody else, I don't think that's gonna work for anybody. I know that T Mobile is getting tons and tons of customers still, but their 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 whole thing, their whole their whole network is getting congested and slowing down and. And crashing, and because yes, technically, wh- where I've been at with with T-Mobile, I've gone to many places with T-Mobile. Some places say we ha- we're slapping your phone with 4G LTE, and then when you when you're there, you can't even use it. it just says 4G LTE, and it just starts spinning and spinning and roaming, and, uh, not roaming, but just spinning and doing nothing. Like, what's the point of? Of claiming to have 4G LTE, AT&T for the most part, there's places that it does say that there's 4G LTE, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But that to me means that it's probably congested. But I think they could just do a little, a little tweaking to their tower, and it's back up because there is places that I've seen that has 4G LTE. Sometimes you can watch a video very fast. Sometimes you can't even surf the internet. But it still says 4G LTE, so that's kind of.、Uh, I think it's just a little congested, needs to be fixed, a little tweaking to the tower, and you're back on that. So, like I was saying, I, I don't I don't care much about 5G. It's not like it's going to be better than 4G LTE because people claim that 5G is going to be, oh man, it's going to be. Great! No more throttling, no more deprioritization, no more, no more anything like that. 
which is kind of it would be good, but 4GLT to me is already good. It's already fast. I don't need anything faster than 4GLT. Uh, but I just wish that 4GLT was unlimited, like real unlimited. So when you're on the go, you can use it all day, whenever. So that, that's my thought. So it's up to you which company you choose for your mobile network. Because I could say at and is the best. But it doesn't work in certain areas. So people can say Verizon's the best, but when they hit a different area, it doesn't work. The same thing goes with Sprint. For some people, it could work, but for the most part, it doesn't work. T-Mobile, it's it's more it's still a hit and miss. Even though they they do they they have impressed though. Both AT&T and and T-Mobile have impressed. They've impressed me very much, to be honest. But T-Mobile still has a lot to work. And in the coming years, I just hope that this merger works. This merger has to work. And I, and I want it to work. Not because I want to leave AT&T or Verizon. I just want Verizon and AT&T to, to push a lot more. Because their, their plans are, are still to... AT&T's plans are still to buy C-Spire to try to acquire their Spectrum the spectrum and be able to to just try to outperform AT and uh, just try to outperform everybody else to try to outperform Verizon and try to outperform T-Mobile and try to outperform Sprint and that that's that's kind of crazy and now another top in another topic in another news T-Mobile is claiming that they're going... I mean, T-Mobile is not claiming. They already have a service called T, TV Mobile or, or something like that. I think it's called TV Mobile. And with that, they've partnered up with... I think they've partnered up with HBO and partnered with all kinds of people to try to make the service different than, than, Net, than Spectrum different than Charter, different than than DirecTV. And for the most part, and I haven't, I've just seen videos of, of that, that new box. And most people are claiming that it, it's not working as, as it should be. And everybody doesn't understand, and I'm going to be honest, people don't understand what cord cutting is. People don't understand. They think that the, they think that, they think that there's there's YouTube TV. I mean, I, I understand YouTube TV is there for people that don't want cable that are not home to use cable, but cord cutting is not a good thing because these companies like YouTube TV are are charging way ridiculous prices. I thought, I thought they were supposed to try to to lower prices to try to get people on the on their on their software or on their app on their program but if i'm going to be paying because right now i think we're paying like 100 almost 200 bucks on on direct tv and and leaving direct tv for youtube tv or something else is it's ridiculous they're still charging a hundred dollars just to use their service like that doesn't make sense just like like t-mobile tv or, or tv TV mobile or 
V-Mobile or whatever they're calling it. They're going to charge 90 bucks to start the the software. I mean, to use the, the box. No installation, no nothing. Easy to put in your home, but 90 bucks? That is ridiculous. That is definitely a ridiculous price to, to start with. I, because for me, I think that cord cutting should be like a Netflix. Pay 20 bucks and then do whatever you want on there. Watch whatever program you want. Hulu, that's why people are, are joining Hulu, people are joining Amazon Prime TV or Amazon TV and Movies, I think it's called. Then there's there's Hulu, there's Roku, there's all kinds of apps out there. But I think those are, are, are benefiting the most because people are not willing to pay a ridiculous price like $500 for every single channel on, on DirecTV or every single channel on on Spectrum or every single channel on Fios like it it's ridiculous but cord cutting is not is is not the future because they're they're still charging the same amount of the same price for maybe less channels and people don't really understand that and and that's my thought I'm, I'm like I'm like I'm not leaving DirecTV to be on something that's that's an app that you have to definitely now use internet because maybe you do have to use internet for all these wireless boxes and all these different cord cutting features because with DirecTV it's just one line connect you to the to the satellite and that's it you don't have to worry about having internet or getting getting slowed down by your internet provider like it's it's ridiculous so i don't know what people are thinking with by saying i'm going to do the cord cutting i'm going to go to that service i'm going to go to to this um this service and to be honest i've i i do use netflix i do use something like hulu and those are great because they're like 15 20 bucks the most and you get a lot of goodies with that you get a lot of good things with that service but having having uh, having t-mobile tv or youtube tv or or having having other applications like that that are very very expensive i don't think that's for me and i I want you guys to understand that that don't don't just leave your 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 cable provider because they're going to continue to charge ridiculous prices on on this on these apps or on these wireless cord cutting websites or whatever whatever they're doing which is crazy and i don't think i i I like that i don't think that's the future either but i understand that 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 the people that that have that kind of service like like DirecTV and Spectrum, Fios, Charter. I think that they should stick with that. And I know that, that the guys that sell them, they're suffering because there's a lot of stuff out there like like Netflix, Hulu, I think CBS All Access and all those kind of applications. And I understand that people rather pay for that than pay for something that is too expensive 
And sometimes people pay for it because they don't want to. They're never home. Like, what's the point of having? What's the point of having the Directv if you're never home or Charter if you're never home? That's my thought. So I'm thinking that T-Mobile TV is going to suffer a lot. They have to offer something else other than just offer what they already offer in cable com- in, in cable in the cable industry. That's just me. I don't know about what everybody else thinks. So let's get to the other topic. The next topic here is iPhones versus Androids. And the reason I'm coming up with this is because the iPhone 11 is right around the corner. And we'll get into that information later on in this podcast. So, why is the reason that most people are still choosing iPhones over Androids? And I know you 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 people, I know a lot of people are going to continue to say, no, Androids are superior to iPhones. iPhones iPhones are not being sold as much as as Androids. But let me let me let me speak on this first. Androids are I mean Androids get sold left and right like pancakes. And the reason for that is because you can buy a phone that's $1000, you can buy a phone that's $500, you can buy a phone that's $400, $200, $100. five bucks and you can say what I've never seen a phone that's five dollars are you kidding me you've never seen a phone that's five dollars I have go on Amazon and just type in very cheap phones and you could find one for like 10 bucks 10 15 bucks and and when are you going to see an iPhone that's 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 like 10 bucks or $200 like never you're lucky if you can get one brand new from someone like 200 bucks but there's no way you're gonna find an iPhone that costs 200 bucks $100 or $50 new so that's the reason that's my thought on why why Androids are sold more. And I've always been a Samsung fan, to be honest. And I, I, I would go back to, to Samsung if I could. But I wouldn't leave iPhone because everybody knows that there's security in the iPhones. There's security. There's iMessage, FaceTime. There's seamless. You can seamlessly use this device with your iPad. With your MacBook, with your iMacs, your i—I don't know—Apple Watch. You can use it with everything now, even your AirPods. And now with with Android, they're trying to—they're trying to create something seamlessly too. Work like Samsung, trying to work with your refrigerator, trying to work with your Samsung Watch, trying to work with your. Samsung Buds or Galaxy Buds and then now they have their speaker the Samsung speaker which is the Bixby speaker which is crazy but it's still not that level of security that level of goodness that you get from 
from iPhones. And sure, yes, iPhones have less features, they have less things than, than Samsung does or Androids in general. But I still think that Samsung is still the top dog. And Google is ridiculous. Google is not, is, is not good. Like the Google Pixel, people are saying that it, it's, it's failing from, from heating problems, LTE problems, random photos being stolen off of, off of Android, uh, off of their devices. And this happened to me. I had a Samsung, I had a Samsung one time and I lost every single photo out of nowhere, just vanished. And what did I do? Nothing, because there's nothing you can do. And even if you report it, they still say, nope, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. That's how we can't do anything about it. So that's ridiculous. But to be honest, yesterday I just went to a Samsung store, which is, which is by, where is it at? The, The Samsung store was in Glendale Galleria. And in that Samsung store, that's the only Samsung store to not talking about this. Now definitely talking about this. I feel that that Apple Apple stores are more prev- prevalent than they're more prevalent than than Samsung stores. Like you cannot go to the mall and expect to find a Samsung store. You're you're more most likely going to find an Apple store. And to be honest, right there in Glendale Gallery, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how high demand iPhones and Apple is in general because they have two stores. In, in, almost in one location. You're inside the Glendale Gallery Mall, and you see an Apple store. You walk out, cross the street, and there's another Apple store. Like, how ridiculous! How crazy! And it's so, so, so crazy how in high demand Apple is compared to, to Samsung, Androids. And to be honest, Androids, if, if there's a problem, there's no way to go to a store and have them fix it for you. Go to a Samsung store. Go to an LG store. Go to a a what else? Go to a HTC store and say, "Fix my phone. I have the money to fix it. So fix it for me. Put all that waterproofing back in it and fix it for me." Unlike Apple, you can you can basically go there and personally buy the products that you want. Buy them. Pay for them however you feel like. And Samsung stores. There's only like a few of them in California. Comparing that to to the Apple stores, it's ridiculous how much Apple stores have, how how many Apple stores there are compared to 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 this to the Samsung stores. And I'm I, I still love Samsung to be honest. I still love Samsung. And let me explain why I still love Samsung, even though I'm not going to leave iPhones for for Androids ever. There's nothing they can do to, to bring me back. The only reason I love Samsung is because their devices are very, very thin. They have AMOLED, wireless charging. I know their face ID, uh, their face ID is not that great. I love that they have Triple cameras, wide angles, wide angle selfie. I think it's a wide angle selfie and then a wide angle rear camera, so you could get more vid- more into your video, which is incredible. I-, I like the S Pen. 
I like the beautiful colors they used on their devices. I love the cameras because it worked very, very good now in low light situations. It's not perfect, but at least it's usable. Unlike, unlike the iPhones, to be honest, their cameras are not are not great in low light situations. I know that. I know that the cameras are mostly are mostly supposed to be more realistic to life, to what you're seeing in front of you, not trying to make it more punchy and more better, like like make the photo look better than it is. I understand that, but iPhones tend to be more oversaturated during their low light performance, which I wish that I wish that Tim Cook could understand that we want low I mean low light quality videos low light we want low light videos and that's something that Samsung has kind of perfected low light quality uh, low light low light situations are great with Samsung I like that they have three cameras wide for video there's a lot of things that are wrong with 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 Android but as a Samsung user, I I love it. I love Samsung, especially that that when you get the notifications on the on the notification bar are great. You can customize them so it could be kind of transparent on, on, on your notifications. Have it be even almost like dark mode because I think there is already dark mode. Make it as dark mode as possible, which is great. Like Samsung just needs just needs that same fluidity from from iPhones to to be the best the best devices out there I just wish that that was a that was that was beautiful I wish they could do that I wish they they had the, the same thing as 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 iPhone because iPhone is not great like like the features in feature wise it sucks to be honest, and feature-wise, it just it's it ridiculously sucks. Comparing that to a Samsung, but Samsung still fails because they they still depend on Google. They still depend on on lots of things from from. They still depend a lot of things on on Google. They depend with the Google Play Store, and then they have the Samsung Galaxy Store, which is dumb. And then apps never work. For the most part, apps are are bad on, on on Samsung. Apps crash. Apps have not been optimized. Like, look, recently, recently, I, I I got an update, a random update, because I got an update in the beginning of the i um, of iPhone of the iPhone 10. I got a, I got an update that says we're going to optimize. We're going to optimize this game for. For the new aspect ratio. And then like months later there was another update that says just just bug fixes and improvements. And then again now there's another update for bug fixes and improvements. Now that it's now that it's crazy. It's so crazy. Now they have it. Now they update their app even after many years of never updating the app. Because it was always optimized for all the iPhones. All the all the iPhones were already optimized for it, so that's great. And, and that was for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. 
And now look at it on, on Android. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is... What? It is not... I don't see it in any way that it's been optimized. But if they could optimize their games, make it more optimized like like Sam, like like the iPhones, it would be good. Because Android is not optimized, to be honest. It's not optimized. Androids, that's the reason you get to see Androids that have 10 gigabytes of RAM. 50 gig, like now they're going to decide to put 50 gigabytes of RAM in your com- in your smartphone. And I understand that that iPhones are not they have a problem too in their in their RAM management and and all of that but that's that's not that's not a big deal though because you're not going to be opening 20 apps and expecting them to to stay in in RAM management like that's that's not going to happen and and let's see what else I I, I still want to see Samsung do good. I still want to see Samsung do good. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not hating on Samsung. To be honest, I'm not. I'm not. It's a beautiful smartphone. I've I've loved it since the Galaxy S8. Since the S8, they've been going in the right direction. I didn't really like the S6, the S7. Didn't really care for it, but I had them. I had them because I didn't want to switch to iPhones because I wasn't satisfied with iPhones. But now I'm satisfied with iPhone. But again, Samsung is is like the top dog still. Their phones are beautiful, incredible devices. Just that there's no store that can help you fix your device, or there's no there's there's not a lot that you, you're still losing a lot on on Samsung. I mean on Android, Samsung in particular, but Androids as a whole, you're still losing a lot. So. I still want to see what Samsung does. I want to see how how they really, really push themselves to be better than the iPhone because that's just me. I still think that they're beautiful and I still love it. But I'm not, I'm not hating it, to be honest. I'm not hating them. I'm just disappointed with how they're, they still depend on Google. They still depend on, on Google for software and for everything. Which is the, the, the mistake that it is in Android from the beginning. So now we're going to move to the iPhone 11. The iPhone 11 is supposedly going to get... Okay, the iPhone 11 is supposedly going to get this triple camera similar to, to Samsung. That has it in a horizontal way. A horizontal format the format of the cameras are going to be horizontal which is not beautiful but i'll accept that i accept it better than that than that cheaper square in not symmetrical because you guys have seen it i guarantee you guys have seen many people like venya geskin you've seen people like like kgi securities minji ko you've seen a bunch of people you've seen on leaks, you've seen many people people uh, show you that that square format of the cameras, the and it's not symmetrical. It's a square format, and it's and it's and it's hideous. I, I'm I'm probably buying it, but it's still hideous. Like it's ridiculous how ugly that that format is. But it says that. But according to to Apple, that they, they're going to make it like 
0.5 millimeters thicker to make to make the the camera housing uh, kind of even with this with this glass glass back. But I I am definitely waiting for that triple triple camera because I want it to be a wide wide camera wide. So when you're taking videos, you can have more in your picture instead of having to be cropped in like kind of nasty when you're cropped in. Don't but the camera quality is it's good too. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like cropping is it's ridiculous. And I guarantee that with the triple cameras, they it's probably not going to have in-house stabilization, which is a problem because that's that's how it was with the iPhone 10. 10? Yes, the iPhone 10. That or not? No, it was with the iPhone 7. Yes, iPhone 7 was the one. iPhone 7 was the one that that you could have that you could have the, the dual cameras one side is the main camera stabilization the secondary camera no stabilization and that's crazy that was that was already a good a good move but still crazy and samsung everybody claimed oh samsung is late to the game they're trying to have dual cameras but it's going to be super late it's not going to happen ever and to me I don't like that that square, that kind of Apple Watch sort of glass that's going to have in the back of its of the iPhones. But I do want to see better low light quality, better low light performance, wide wide video. I still want to see zooming, uh, zoom, optical. I mean zoom. I want to see zoom, a better zoom, and I I want to see iOS 13 as also, iOS 13 be good, be insane, because we've had the same, we've had the same lay, uh, app layout and everything the same since the iPhone 2G. Maybe certain things have changed, like apps, the app, the ways that the apps, the apps look, the way that the apps look are, has been better, but it's still the same layout, the same format, and the same thing. There's, there's nothing different. I would like to see better things, so I'm still interested in iOS 13. I'm so looking forward for iOS 13. And I, I just have to be honest, it's, I want to see what happens with iPhones because iPhones are still going to be sold even though people like to trash and say, look, iPhones suck, iPhones are behind, iPhones are not the, the way to go. But me, I was always against iPhones too, I was like, I want to go back to Samsung. Samsung has the best, the the best features. Everything's good with Samsung, so it was like incredible. But no, no. To be honest, no, no. I still want to stick with with iPhone. So with the triple cameras, I do want to see something good with the triple cameras. I want to see the wide, the wide camera lens, but. To be honest, I still wouldn't. I mean, I, I would. I would probably choose choose a, a smartphone over a camera, a, a DSLR. Even though I still would rather choose a DSLR. I mean, it's like this. I would choose a, a camera, a, a smartphone camera over a DSLR because you, it's more compact and you can be able to carry it everywhere. And it would look more ridiculous if I carried 
a DSLR to a restaurant. If I went to a restaurant and say I want to, I'm going to do this this food challenge, or I want to record something, or I want to go somewhere and record. Because for the most part, if you guys are following me on Wolf Food Reviews, Wolf Reviews, and because I want you guys to follow me on Wolf Food Reviews and on Wolf Reviews, because you that's where I I, I take my time to to talk. Mo- a lot about the iPhones and the Wolf Reviews. I talk about technology and Wolf Reviews. And then in Wolf Food Reviews, as you, you, you already know by the name food, it's all about food. So I go to restaurants, I go to many places, I go and I record with my cell phone. I don't record with, with a DSLR because it's ridiculous how you would have a lot of equipment just to, just to record what's going on inside of what, you, what you're eating because that's, that's me. I do every single thing possible so I could make some money and and continue to go forward. So it's it's kind of ridiculous that you still that you would carry a, a DSLR. Like who's gonna be carrying a red a DSLR? Not a red camera, but a a a black magic camera. It's like it's big. It's like people barely want to carry a a Sony camera because for the most part, Sony cameras are compact. I know they, they probably lose a lot of features from their from their big boy their big boy uh, and their big boy cameras but the baby cameras are, are nice but I, I still wouldn't want to carry all kinds of stuff so I could carry it and make sure I have a hundred percent and switch out batteries when they get low and all kinds of stuff it's ridiculous but the iPhone is compact but I still understand that that you you do lose a lot of a lot of quality with your with your smartphone like if you compare a smartphone to a camera it 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 loses it technically loses especially in low light performance a DSLR is great if you have the right if you have the right the right lens because there's lenses that are wide lenses and the the wider they are i think they said that the more barrel distortion the more the more problems you're going to have with with lighting you need a a lens that's for low light situations when you need it but to be honest a camera is cameras are expensive like the i have a sony a6000 i got like three four years ago it like two i mean it came out like three four five years ago and and I bought it like three, four, I think two, three years ago, and it costed like 600 bucks. Plus, you start to buy the lens because the lens, the one that came in the lens kit was nasty. And that's the one I'm still using. But if you, if you really want something good, get a better, a better lens. But it costs, it can cost around a thousand dollars. Maybe four, like maybe three, three hundred to a thousand dollars for a good lens. Because they said that if you want to do real, real videos, real photos, real low light situation, you want it for real low light situations, I think you need a, a, a 1.3, oh no, I think a, yes, I think a 1.5 aperture, aperture 1.5 or, or 1.4, which is, which is great. 
for a low light situation is great. And I'm doing everything possible to try to make more money and be able to buy my own equipment, buy better things. So again, if you guys want to follow me, follow me on Wolf Food Reviews for food. And if you want to follow me for more for more information on, on what I think of what's going on in, in 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 the technology world, it's all about following me on Wolf Reviews. Follow me and we can just I can go in little detail, not really in detail, just give you what I think of what's going on for every day or whenever I put videos because I think I put videos every single day or every other day or so often. But here, I dedicated myself to putting one podcast every week. So whatever happened on, on last week, I already did it. So now I'm doing it for this week and then I'll do it for next week and so on until, until I just do good. Unlike on, on, unlike on YouTube, where I dedicate myself on YouTube, I do one every other day or every couple of days. So follow me on there. We'll have a good conversation. And I guess everything's going to be good. I'll, get, I'll be able to show you better things. So I'm trying to get on every single platform to make money. To try to make money and sustain myself and make sure that that I can be able to buy the equipment, be able to buy my food, be able to buy all kinds of things. So that that's what I'm. That's why I, I'm on all these platforms. So so we've come to the end of the podcast, and I'll catch you guys wherever you are because I don't know what kind of where where these podcasts are put on are put in because. Google doesn't really work for me, so Google Google's podcasting. I, I try to look for myself on Google Podcasts. I can't find myself, but I've definitely found myself on Spotify. I found myself in other websites that it says here that you can find yourself in. So that's pretty nice. And I guess I'm I'm at the end of the podcast, and I guess I'll catch you guys in the next in next week's podcast. <laughs>